If you're 40 or older like me, losing weight can get tougher and the old tricks may not work any longer. On top of that, balancing family duties often means neglecting your own well-being. Good news, you don't have to struggle with weight loss anymore. I will help you tackle hormonal and metabolism changes and share proven strategies and methods to lose weight for good. Prioritize your health to fully embrace all that life still has in store for us. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the Trim and Timeless podcast. My name is Dr. Anna G, and you are listening to episode four. Today, we will be talking about one of the reasons why we overeat or eat when we are not hungry. And one of those reasons is we are trying to avoid our emotions that we consciously or unconsciously don't want to feel. We call that buffering our emotions. So let's define emotions. Our emotions are simply reactions in response to our thoughts on any given situation. I will say that again. Our emotions are simply reactions in response to our thoughts on any given situation. For example, we may feel joy when we think about the promotion that we just received, or we may feel fear when we think about the threat of possibly being let go from our job. So whatever our emotions are, whether it is stress, anxiety, fatigue, anger, boredom, joy, discontent, etc., if we are emotional eaters, our bodies tend to cope with the emotion using food. If we don't want to feel the emotion or the emotion is intolerable to us, we turn to food to buffer the emotion, to soothe and comfort ourselves, to dampen the negative emotion. Or we may feel the need to reward ourselves because we did a great job at work and many of us use food as a reward. I remember when I first opened my own chiropractic clinic 26 years ago in 1997. I was scared. I've never done that before. I was in new territory. I had a lot of emotions and fears. What if my clinic fails? What if no patients ever walk through my doors? How do I run a practice? There are so many things to think about in regards to running your own practice. I had a lot of emotions going through me. Not to mention when I actually did start seeing patients, I was filled with even more emotions. Like, oh my goodness, did he or she like my services? Were they happy or content with how I adjusted them? And it went on and on like that. Well, guess what? Because I had so many emotions running through me, I recall that when I had a work break, the first thing I would do is to go to the nearest market and buy something sweet, like a candy bar. And I also recall thinking, wow, I had an exhausting day, or I had an emotional day, and I deserve a treat. And so I started packing on the pounds. I didn't realize it then, but now I understand why I gained so much weight. 
I couldn't handle my emotions, so I ate them away. Eating for me, especially something sweet and sugary, soothed me and melted away my emotions. Only my emotions didn't really go away. I just masked them or suppressed them with food. And I even compounded my problems with the added pounds on my body. Food took on the job of soothing me, of comforting me, or nurturing me. And in our society, our culture heavily influences that. We even call certain foods comfort food. When we see people on TV shows go through hard times, like a romantic breakup, they often show the girl eating out of a carton of ice cream. There was a study done at Pepperdine University in 2017 where these two students analyzed a sample of 50 top-grossing chick flicks from 1995 to 2015. The goal of the study was to understand the role that the media plays in influencing women to use food as a coping mechanism. When, what they discovered was that 32 scenes in 22 of the movies, that's 44% of the 50 top grossing chick flicks, what they discovered was that 32 scenes in 22 of the movies, 32 scenes showed instances of emotional eating. The most prevalent emotional trigger was sadness. The authors of the study felt that the, the findings supported the notion that emotional eating is a widespread behavior portrayed in movies geared for female audiences. So our culture has normalized using, utilizing food as a coping mechanism. Only it doesn't really solve the problem, does it? We then get even more depressed when we find ourselves gaining weight our clothes don't fit as well, and we don't feel as healthy. What can we do? Well, if we learn this behavior of coping with our emotions by using food, we can also unlearn that, or we can relearn new ways of coping. This has helped me tremendously since I have learned about the think-feel-act cycle, which I have which I have talked about in an earlier episode, I have also learned how to manage my feelings. Ladies, do not for a second blame yourselves and get mad at yourselves if you are an emotional eater. Let's have some compassion and love for ourselves. We often do what we know to do. If we comforted ourselves with food, that is because that was what we knew to do. And it worked, even if it was only temporary. I don't know about you, but I sure didn't grow up with any education on how to manage my feelings and emotions. My parents never taught me how to manage my emotions properly without using food. But now we can learn differently. We can learn how to manage our emotions. Instead of running from them, let's learn to sit with our emotions. But how do we do that? We need to learn how to allow for our emotions, feel our emotions, sit in our emotions, and 
process our emotions. We often think that feelings and emotions should be comfortable and good most of the time. That is a misconception. In fact, the belief, the idea that we should feel good most of the time is what will perpetuate our misery. If we understand this, then we can process our emotions more confidently and not feel the need to escape them with food. We need to become less afraid of feeling anything. It is our low tolerance for emotional discomfort that drives us to want to buffer them. Let's learn to sit in our emotions, recognize them, and not feel a need to run from them. We need to understand that emotions are harmless. They will not kill us. When we aren't afraid to feel, we learn to be more courageous. So again, one of the many reasons we tend to overeat, because overeating is multifactorial, so just one of the many reasons, is that we have an under-feeling problem. We need to feel our feelings and not run from them. In fact, if we stay in our feelings and not quickly mask them with overeating, overdrinking, overshopping, etc., we will be more clear-minded to solve the situation that caused our uncomfortable emotions. And sometimes there's nothing to solve. Just simply feel it, process it, and move on. It's all a part of the human experience. We don't need to run from it. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to Trim and Timeless. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take your journey to the next level, remember that I am here to support you every step of the way. If you're looking for additional accountability, personalized coaching, and unwavering support, visit trimandtimeless.com. That's T-R-I-M-A-N-D-T-I-M-E-L-E-S-S.com. You can sign up for a complimentary mini session where we can explore how I can help you achieve your goals. It would be an honor to be your coach and guide you towards the success you deserve. Until next time, remember, it's never too late to lose weight.